Hello, and welcome to worship today on this 21st Sunday after Pentecost. Let us begin our worship with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, teach us how to pray aright with reverence and with fear. Though dust and ashes sight we may we must draw near we perish if we cease from prayer oh grant us power to pray and when to meet you we prepare lord meet us on Give deep humility the sense of godly sorrow. Give a strong desire with confidence to hear your voice and live. Faith in the only sacrifice that can for sin Spirit. 
your son shall pray and pray aright. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Sovereign God, you turn your greatness into goodness for all the peoples on earth. Shape us into willing servants of your kingdom and make us desire always and only your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism in which I am baptized you will be baptized but to sit at my right hand or my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them, but it is not among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Martin Luther once said, A Christian is a perfectly free Lord of all, subject to none. A Christian is a perfectly dutiful servant of all, subject to all. This is the standard Luther tried to live up to and never felt he could reach. He was familiar with the Bible and the stories of Jesus, He knew that Jesus had told his disciples, Whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. These types of statements haunted Luther because he never thought he was living up to what Jesus expected of him. Luther became a monk after bargaining with God, even though his family objected. Other monks saw his dedication even when Luther thought he was unworthy. 
The more he learned, the more he became dissatisfied with what the Catholic Church was teaching and how the Church treated their followers. His dissatisfaction led him to speak out against certain teachings. Although he felt he was doing the right thing, he saw those he trusted turn against him. He faced death, and he still was not sure he was doing enough to be the servant Jesus wanted him to be. Luther served so many people. Luther stood up for the people. Luther was a brave and caring person, even though he did not recognize these traits in himself. He expected more of himself than even God expected of him. Another statement Luther made may give us some insight into why he felt inadequate. Luther said, True Christians do injustice to no one, so they have no need for benefits from prince, king, lord, sword, or law. Well, this is a noble statement, but impossible to live up to, even for Luther. We all need the law, and we need the consequences of the law for not following it. It would be wonderful if all Christians never went against God's commandments or any of the man-made laws we are expected to follow. But that is not realistic. God knew we could never live up to such high standards, and that is why he sent Jesus to save us. I think we can all agree with Luther that the world would be a much better place if we could all live within the law and have no need for police intervention. But we all know that is close to impossible. We see it daily in the news, people fighting with each other, refusing to listen. Even good Christians have problems that seem impossible to resolve. Why is it so much easier for us to dwell on the bad instead of the good? We saw that in Luther. He dwelled on what he thought he was not doing well instead of seeing all the good he was accomplishing. I hear that often from people, and I have times when I feel the same way. Why can't I do more? Instead of dwelling on what you have not done, I encourage you to remember all the good things you have accomplished. Remember all the people you have served in your lifetime. Start with your family. If you have a spouse and children, what have you given up to serve them? If you work outside the home, what sacrifices do you make to do a good job? If you are retired, what do you do for those you love instead of thinking for your, of yourself? I'm sure we can all think of things we have done throughout our lives when we put someone else ahead of our own needs. I'd say we're all doing a lot to be a servant to all. Instead of only thinking of what we don't do, we should be celebrating what we do accomplish while serving others. First, Luther said, a Christian is a perfectly free Lord of all, subject to none. 
He truly believed that statement. But he saw that people took that idea and used it to gain power over others, especially the religious leaders who used their power to exploit the people, threatening them with God's condemnation if they did not do certain things. Most of what they wanted people to do had nothing to do with finding favor with God, but instead it gave the religious leaders more power and more wealth. That is why Luther added the second part of his statement. A Christian is a perfectly dutiful servant of all, subject to all. Religious leaders and others in power were forgetting that Jesus came into the world to teach us how to be servants to each other. They felt if they did as Jesus said, they would lose their power. They forgot that the only real power came from God. As one of my seminary professors once said, God sent Jesus into the world as a no to religion. God saw how corrupt the church was becoming. What was formed to bring glory to God was being used to exert power over God's people. Jesus came to totally change religion and to teach people how to serve each other in love. Luther's statement is as relevant today as it was when he first said it. We must be careful to balance being a free person with being a servant. And we can do both. We do both. We just don't always recognize it in ourselves. Instead of worrying about what you don't feel you are doing, take time to remember all the things you do daily to serve others and to serve God. You may be surprised how long your list is. Luther agonized his whole life about his inadequacies. Let's learn from Luther and work each day to find a balance between being free and being a servant. Freedom does not need to be a statement of power, and being a servant does not mean that we have given up our freedom. Jesus showed us how to live a life of both while giving glory to God. Amen.
Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Set free from sin and death and nourished by the word of truth, we join in prayer for all of God's creation. Holy One, for the gift of the church handed down through the ages, and for all who carry on the servant ministry of Jesus, we give thanks and praise. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creating One, <clears throat> for the abundant habitat you provide for all your creatures, we praise you. Help us to continue to serve your creation and help heal what is suffering. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Suffering One, for all who work toward peace and lead nations with a servant heart, we give thanks. Be with all those in military service and their families, especially Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful One, for all who do the work of healing in mind, body, and spirit, we are grateful. Be with all those who suffer in any way, especially those, those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Sustaining one for all who volunteer for the vitality of this congregation, we praise you. Strengthen them for their service. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Risen one, we thank you for those who have shaped your church and shared your gospel. Help us to live by their example. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Confident that you hear us, O God, we boldly place our prayers in your hands through Jesus Christ, our truth and life. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.
Remember the poor. Thanks be to God.